ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to take this moment to say thank you for listening to the Real Rescue Podcast. It means a lot to me that you enjoy these stories as much as I do. Since the start of this podcast, we've had a lot of support from all over the world. It has been amazing. Now, we have companies joining our team that also want to say thank you for all that you are doing out there standing the watch. These companies are offering discounts on their products as a way to support the rescue community and those tuning into the Real Rescue Podcast. Just go to therealrescue.com, click on Sponsors, and see these incredible offers for yourself. This episode of the Real Rescue Podcast is brought to you by Breeze Eastern, the world's only dedicated helicopter hoist and winch provider. Access. Because when lives are at stake and conditions are challenging, Clear communication is of the utmost importance. SR3 Rescue Concepts, because you don't know what you don't know. And Versalips, to be your best, you need to squat your best. Breeze Eastern, they dedicate themselves to our helicopter rescue world. Since the very first helicopter rescue in November of 1945, Breeze Eastern has designed and manufactured superior rescue hoist solutions. While much of the technology and the unique mission requirements have changed over the past 75 years, their commitment to the rescuers, the operators, and those being rescued has not. Contact them today by visiting them at breeze-eastern.com. The Axness PNG Wireless ICS System can bring cutting-edge wireless intercommunication system technology to any aircraft. The PNG system can be fully integrated into an existing ICS system or can be carried on and off as a mobile base station. They can go anywhere, at any time, on any aircraft. Plus, with the strongest and most robust waterproof handheld on the market, this system can take a hit and keep working. Their wireless intercom systems are designed to enhance situational awareness through improved communication capability. This system brings superior noise canceling technology to eliminate rotor wash and engine noise from your ICS. The Axness PNG wireless system is currently deployed in more than 1,800 public safety, air ambulance, and search and rescue aircraft worldwide. I have personally used the Axness system in four different countries and on five different airframes. It is awesome. If you want more information, Contact them today at axnes.com. That's A-X-N-E-S.com. You just make sure you tell them Quinny sent me. SR3 Rescue Concepts is a training company that can help your helicopter training. They train daytime, nighttime, aerial firefighting, hoist, long line, fast rope, rappel, and more. They can assist your program with standardization and safety checks or just an FAA annual refresher. With the certified flight instructor pilots and experienced crew, they are ready to help your agency keep up to date with current techniques, rules, regulations, and equipment. Plus, right now, SR3 is offering 10% off anything in their web store with the promo code, all capital letters, REALRESCUE, R-E-A-L-R-E-S-Q. Plus, they are offering another 10% from their partners, Petzl, and their equipment 
All you got to do is send an email to info at sr3rescueconcepts.com. Mention this podcast, The Real Rescue Podcast, and they'll take care of the rest. And Versalist. When you're at the gym working on your squats, building your leg strength for the next rescue mission, depth matters. If you're like me, getting below parallel on your squats is tough. Well, allow me to introduce Versalifts Heel Inserts. These gems have become one of my new favorite accessories in my gym bag. Simply place them into your regular training shoe, either on top or underneath the insole, and bam! You've got a heel lift benefit of a weightlifting shoe, but the comfort and flexibility of your regular trainer. So the next time your workout just has heavy squats, grab your V2 strength inserts. Or how about a run, pull up, push up, air squat, and another run? Grab your V2 endurance insert. Or my own personal workout of running, clusters, and ring muscle up. Grab your original V2 inserts and go crush it. Check them out today at vlifts.com or on Instagram at Versalift. And when you're ready to get a few pair of your own, make sure you get your 10% off with the Real Rescue discount code. Squat well, friends. Coming up next, we've got a rescue swimmer coming to us from Spain. All of his stories do not disappoint. We had an opportunity to meet at Eurosa in Portugal. And when we got talking about stories, I was like, bro, you got to come on and share some of these. So here he is to share his stories, Mr. Jose Pastor. My name is Jason Quinn. I am United States Coast Guard rescue swimmer number 500. These are my rescues and rescues from those of us that put our lives on the line every day so others may live. This is The Real Rescue Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Real Rescue Podcast. Today I've got with us uh, a brother of mine, a <laughs> Finned brother from Spain. His name is Mr. Jose Pastor. What's up? Hola, amigo. Oh, hello, Jason. Uh, good morning. Nice Como to estás? Muy bien. Thank you. Gracias. Ah, no problemo. <laughs> That's about all I know, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, my man Jose, coming to us. Uh, actually, you're working in the Netherlands right now, right? Yeah. 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 I'm working in the Netherlands Coast Guard since 2020. Yeah. Gosh, man, you are all over. And the cool part about this, so actually you and I met at the last Eurosa meeting. Oh my gosh, which was a blast. For everybody out there that missed that meeting, yeah, don't miss the next one. The next one's going to be in Ireland. It's going to be so fun. But we were in Portugal, hanging out, talking stories. And I was like, Jose, please come on and tell us some of these stories. So, puff, here you are, my man. It's freaking amazing. I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah. I hope that the, we, we can talk. We can talk um, and, and share some part of these uh, memories, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> All right, but before we get into that, if you don't mind, give us a little background, a little bit about who you are, how you, you got into the search and rescue, and just a little background about some of your training, too. It'd be awesome. Okay. So, yeah, I start uh, as everyone of us probably know with our first uh, lifeguard training uh, when I was a, a teenager. You know, um, when I was uh, 18 years old, I started working uh, as a lifeguard. 
during the summer campaign. So yeah, was uh, something that it called me from the beginning. No, it was uh, a real uh, vision. You can say that. No, uh, for me it was not only swim, but do something more than this, and especially to the other. No, yeah. so yeah, after some years. I jumped to uh, uh, another training to, to be prepared for, for be a paramedic, to start my, my training as a, not only as a lifeguard, also as a paramedic. Um, but suddenly, you know, part of the life, no? someone offered me a position in a mountain ski station. So I, I decided to, to move into the, to the mountain of the Pyrenees in the north of Spain. Yes, close to the French border. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm working there for some, some years as a ski patrol in the, in the station. Oh, yes. I don't yes. remember you telling me this. If I had known you were a ski patrol, yeah. I, would, I would have planned a ski trip already with you. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I really love it. <laughs> Being in the mountain and skiing, it's, it's for me, it's a pleasure. In a couple of days, I will be there with my family because my, my son loves it also. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, Have it you guys was, got snow up there yet? Is there enough snow to like really hit it? Uh, I, I pray for some more <laughs> snow, but, but for my kids, it, it's enough. You know, it's enough. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Right on. Yeah. So you're a ski patrol. How long did you do ski patrol? Yeah, for four years, four winters. Perfect. Gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, during the, the winter I work in the in the station and summer in a mountain hut in the in the in that mountain. And you know, I have some beautiful memories of rescues there for people losing in the mountain with really bad weather condition, even in winter with the skis. I remember especially a, a tragedy uh, there with a, a, a French team of uh, blind skiers. So imagine someone in front of the blind guy need yeah. to, with, uh, with some rings, they need to, to send them the sound of the ring to guide them skiing oh, wow. outside in the mountain without any track so it's it's unbelievable that they this these people did so crossing mountains really high mountain two thousand to seven meters oh my gosh in winter with skis um in bad weather so we need to, to go there on top of the mountain to, to try to guide them to the lower part of the valley because the, the weather was deteriorating quickly. Um, was a super beautiful operation in the mountain. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah. for all my uh, Imperial friends, that's like 6,000 feet. So you're yeah. up at 6,000 feet, 2,000 meters, and there's a blind, it's a blind group a blind group of four people, blind people, and four guys. So in total eight. And they get stuck uh, in they, they, up, they up get stuck altitude. due to the fog and the and the bad weather. So and they cannot reach the path to go down the valley. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the heck did you get him out? What'd you do? Well, I, I work there as a, as I told you. So for me, it's so familiar. It's like the, the my backyard. So for me, it was so easy to reach them and then follow my path to my shelter, to to the hut, to provide them some food and everything. But it, I cannot do nothing special. But I need to be there, which is special in winter with the skis. So yeah, it it, it was like a it's easy mission, but was uh, really emotional because all these guys need uh, some special care even if they are tough guys because they are skiing out of the tracks without nothing but yeah it was really beautiful mission yeah for me it was like a mission eh? because i helped so many people know in this kind of condition in the mountain eh? oh my gosh <laughs> and that's how it begins and let's yeah. go like <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. all right what's your next step because then you get into helicopter stuff yeah 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 yeah. in 2002 uh i joined a, a mountain rescue team in in andalusia rio with a 412 a bell 412 which are nice with, with, love it. i love it this machine because you cannot do everything you, you can do everything with that machine, no? Yeah. It's not super specialized in one kind of mission, but you can do all with that. So, yeah, it, it was a super interesting period for me because it was the first contact with a, a machine like that. Um, okay. We have the good opportunity to train a lot, so many hours every year. Um, but we start from zero. So at the beginning, the, the process, um, it's related, not with the training, no? You need a good guidance, especially at the beginning. Otherwise, yeah. you, you can make mistakes that can cost you a lot. So the guidance, a good guidance at the beginning of the unit or at the beginning of a training, it's super, super important. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and having a good mentor to keep you on track. Yeah. Totally helps. So for all of you guys that are looking, that, that need a mentor, find a good guy. Find somebody yeah. that just can guide you the way it is. For all you guys that have experience, bring those young guys under your wing and, and help them out. Teach them the yeah. ways. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's it's like a way of talking, no? Because... Yeah. I, I remember no a funny history about the, our training. The first instructor who came was a really experienced guy, no. But maybe he he cannot choose the 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 right mm, progression, no. I mean, the progression of the unit was really different between every individual. So for some of us, it was really natural to be in the helicopter, in the, in, the, in the walls, doing some technical rescue with ropes and high line. But for other people in the same unit, was too much. Um, I, I remember his faces, no? Doing some technical rescues, some scenarios, no? In the middle of a 110-meter wall, vertical. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah, and you need to 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 move the hello in that position because he cannot be on top position because it's too right. high. 
So we need to, he need to be in a standoff and we need to use the high line to, to first deploy the, the victim to the vertical position and then up, no? It's easy for you and for me to understand, but yes. at the beginning, I remember the faces of my colleague like, oh, how can <laughs> I do that? I cannot do it. Even yeah. if the, instru is, is the instructor was with us in the middle of the wall, explaining everything and controlling the maneuver was too much. Man, it's, it's a complex maneuver. There are okay. some critical moments yeah. that you need to be really quickly release the high line to to put the big thing in the in the in the position in the vertical position yeah. and then up no yeah so there's a there is so much coordination with this and yes. I, like we one of the things that I, when i go out in training and you start teaching off center lifts it, this is exactly what you're talking about and you can be doing it from the ground but the fact you're doing it off the cliff the hoist operator has got to be on point. Your pilots have got to be on point. And then you guys on the ground have to be on point. The guide guide and tagline has to be, or guideline needs to be on point. And it's like this, this little coordination dance of we get a ready for pickup from the ground or off the rock, three, two, one loads coming on the helicopter. And you just, you let it swing plumb and put the hoist operator, like stop right there. Boom. Don't do anything. Just, just let it, let it do its thing. Let the load do its thing. Let the guys on the ground help you out. And then once everything's stable, you're like, okay, now we can continue. <laughs> it's it's so simple, yet so difficult. So it, difficult. Yeah. Or it's either, or let's reverse that. It's super complicated, but when everybody's on the same page, it's super easy. Does that yeah. make sense? It makes sense. But as you say, the, the coordination is the key point. Yeah. It will be, it needs to be perfect. Otherwise, yeah. you create a mess. Easily, oh yeah super easily <laughs> so imagine I, no yeah i i remember i side note total side note on this it just reminded me of the story i'm out doing some training with some guys we're actually working on a 412 at the moment and we were doing something kind of like that we were doing an off-center lift and it was off like a a, a container like almost a, a connex box but a big container you know it was probably i don't know eight, 10 feet off the ground. So it's about three meters off the ground. And I remember telling these guys like, hey, when you hold the guideline, let it go out, just stabilize the load. Now this dude freaking held on with all his might, got pulled off the top of the conics box and is like going to the ground, but the rope is stabilizing him to the ground. I was like, oh my God, dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so simple yet so complicated. So complicated. <laughs> So many so yeah. moving parts involved. Yeah, so many. And you know what? He didn't listen. He should have listened. He didn't listen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. All right, keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It just reminded me of that story I figured I'd share with you. Yeah. Well, after that, I I joined the, the Spanish Coast Guard in, with a S-71 um w w was unbelievable uh one of my I, I remember one of the best period in my in my career because i i joined a really special base in the north uh northeast of spain in galicia okay. um yeah I, I i met some of my best friends there um nice. we create a, a real a real brotherhood a, a real team no 
Um, for me, was super special that period on on Galicia. Not not even in the in the the mission because I did so many missions there. It was super beautiful and see the the strongest sea in Spain because there are real harsh conditions there. But uh, also to in the personal way to to be part of a, a proper team, a, a, a good team of people, pilot, hoist operator, rescue swimmer, hoist everyone working in the same direction because you know there as probably in other part of your country also the the sea marks it's the judge so th there is no yeah there is no complacency there you need to be prepared you need to be training you need to be fully focused there is no option for for another kind of things right, right. um this this feeling it was super important for me it clarified even my my, my setting no to, to be focused um, was super beautiful. I'm really proud to, to, to be part of, the, of that unit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, was it there? Is, is that where you got your very first rescue or was that before? No, it was uh, with the previous uh, team, uh, with their uh, 412, with the oh, Okay, got yeah. it, all right. I'll, we'll come back to that because keep going because your career was, it didn't stop there. I mean, you did a lot. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I am too old, Jason. Sorry, but I am. I am an old guy, very old guy. Oh, you're so full of shit, is what you are. <laughs> you're not old. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, after what? Well, in the in the Galicia Coast Guard, I remember also a a beautiful operation. Because uh, we need to recover a, a sailor, an injured sailor from a lower deck, because he fall in the in the ladder to the to the lower deck. Um, oh wait a minute, wait a minute! I know, I know. This is the story. This is one of the stories you're gonna tell me. But I'll don't get into that yet. Don't get into okay. that yet. Let, let's back up. You know what? I'll tell you what. Let's back up right now. Your very first unit with your four, the four twelve. Yeah. What was your very first rescue there? Uh, it it was a, a hunter, a, a hunter with a broken ankle, in in a narrow valley. He, he was hunting there and falling uh, across a, a, a step, okay. and he broken a, a ankle. Um, yeah, it, at the beginning, imagine that it was the the first mission of the unit. No one was involved in a mission. So only me and my colleague, um, when we received the call was, we training for more than one year and a half and without any call, no? because at the beginning we are not released no? to, to be ready. No? But yeah. that day there is a alineation in the stars or wherever and they call us directly and was like, a, it's a real mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we need to recover a hunter from a, a valley. Um, was like adrenaline for the whole unit. Imagine everyone working in the computer, send us, send us all the datums, the, the, the location of the position, the, the planning to, to refueling because it was too far of uh, our base. It's, at the beginning, it's only one helicopter. Now it's two, but at the beginning, only one. And we need to fly for two hours and 45 minutes to, to reach a point to refill and then jump to the to that mountain. So it was a, 
a long mission, ¿no? Okay. Um, um, yeah, the, the situation was quite basic, ¿no? There are some people there making some smoke signal to see because it was in a, a, a empty area, remote area of Andalusia without any villa or road closed. So they make a, a fire and with that fire we can locate easily the position of the hunter. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, um, we decided They're making to... a smoke like signal on the ground for you guys yeah. in the air as you're coming in. Yeah. That is badass, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where are they? Oh, there they are, right? Look, I got a smoke signal. Look. <laughs> yeah. It was unbelievable, but really, really useful, eh? It because all the mountain are really similar with the uh, with ballets all the time. It's the same configuration of the terrain. So it's even with a position, we cannot reach the proper valley. Um the, the signal, the smoke signal changed our life in that moment. Wow. That's yeah. really smart of the guys on ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was a, an idea of my pilot in that moment because he, we cannot find easily the valley. And they say, hey, you can make a little fire to, to indicate your position. And the guys did. Um, was perfect. You so can, your pilot you can. called them down on the ground. It's like, hey guys, I need you to make yeah. a fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is that's awesome. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good pilot, and luckily he he died a couple of years ago in a wow. firefighter operation, but was a really good pilot with a lot of experience. He came from the from the army. Um, yeah. yeah it's a it's a good friend of it was a good friend after so many years working together yeah. and yeah, yeah sorry to hear about uh, that yeah but what a good too. idea and he just passed on some great information for everybody who's out there so you just call down hey guys i need you to start a fire make a little smoke fire yeah. oh my gosh so simple so simple sort of. yeah and wow so effective so effective just make sure you tamp it out before you leave <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys get on scene, and now yeah. you're going down to package a patient. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going down. Um. Yeah. I see. Well, his status was okay. The the, the broken leg. It's a, how can you say? It's not an open fracture. It's a closed okay. fracture. So okay. his status was okay. I carry with me a a, a triangle, a pedals, Bermudez. Do you know the petzel? The, the, the it's a triangle, a red and blue. Oh, it, uh, it's a like a harness or like the, like a, the yeah, it's a evac evacuation harness. It calls. It's a petzel. Oh. Yep. Bermudez is the, the name. Uh, okay. What a piece um, of rescue gear to yeah, package it's him up. Like a bowman, but more simple. You know. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know what? I do know exactly what you're talking about. It's a trip. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pencil, yeah, goes between the legs, around the waist, under the arms, three connection point, carabiner through, connected to the hoist tech, you're good to go. Done. Exactly, man. You know what I am talking. I do. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody else out there, go Google it. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I like it. So, so easy, easy pickup, yeah? Yeah, super easy pickup. Uh, without the high line, the position of the hello was okay. The, the ballet was good um so 
left them. We go together. The the patient and me. Um, I try to to support a little bit his leg. Yeah. But it was super simple and perfect maneuver. And then go to the hospital. Another two hours and fifty or forty five minutes. But was a successful mission. Really successful. Um, the the more important thing not not was not the mission, but the the morale that we provide yeah. to the other unit because everyone called me, you no, know, like a, hey, you did a mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are training <laughs> for that. And now it's real. So we can they can call us. Now it's you need to be on. Um was like a yeah, a turning point for, for the unit. Everybody's like on oh, cloud nine, pumped up, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like that exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I know you guys are probably on some adrenaline high for like the next three days. <laughs> Imagine the adrenaline, it's uh, blowing. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, what a great first mission, too. Especially after you've been training for an, like a year and a half to get out there and be able to do something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're training a lot, a lot. So many hours, so many hours. Yeah. To find them with, and to find them with a smoke fire, a smoke signal, freaking awesome! I don't, I'm never gonna forget that. That's, I really like that. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the the the, the purpose of this uh, talk, no? To transfer information to the other. Yeah. To yeah. maybe you can use. I don't know when or why or, but you can use that. So it's it's great. This is the the real purpose of that. Yeah. Love it, absolutely <laughs> love it. All right, brother. Well, let's, now now let's circle back because now you're on the next unit. You were going to get into this one, which is uh, you're, the injured sailor who had fallen. This yeah. is when you're flying on. Uh, remind me again, it's the S sixty one is the yeah. helicopter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're on the S sixty one flying. You get a call for an injured sailor. Yeah. But the the situation when when we arrive to the position of the the vessel, there are a small swell of one meter, one meter and a half. But the the, the vessel was too small. Um, they they bumping, rolling a lot, no. And especially if you need to go down in the lower deck, plenty of fuel and fish. Um, the the sailor crying, um, helping for. Uh, okay, Crying for help, no, because he has a he broken one arm, one leg, several ribs, um, with a moderate TC. So at the beginning he was confused, uh, screaming, crying. Um, when I need to, when I, I went down to to check his uh, condition, was holy shit, man. So we need a. Uh, more than 45 minutes or something like that to prepare properly oh, um, wow. to transfer it to the litter because yeah. uh, he was in a really difficult position like that, squeezing between different machinery below the deck. So, so he was still that... in where he fell? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So you yeah. need to pull him out of that area and then backboard him and yeah. put him in the litter. Oh, yeah, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a, a tough, tough job. Eh? Um, I need to 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 ask for help to the sailor on board to help me to move the the guy. Um, yeah, was successful, but it cost it cost me a lot. It cost me a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe the 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 good thing the the, the technical point of view, no, for for us as a rescuer, no, was the way that we need to moving out because the stretcher it's a medevac stretcher, the medevac two, so yep. it's too too big to 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 pass the hatch to be on deck, so we need to to choose another different position. Um, I decide to extract the stretch the litter from one side of the bulk because there is a, a hole in the bulk that the yep. sailor using to recover the nets. Oh. So from, from that hulk, we extract the stretcher. It's a one in one side of the of the bulk of the. Are you talking the, the, like it's on the side of the vessel? Yeah, like exactly. there's a door that goes into from the side of the vessel and you have to go extract them from out the side of the vessel because exactly. you can't get them to the main deck? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, man. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, it was, was com complex. In, and in that moment, I, I, I thought, uh, I need to create a point outside of the vessel to, to, to hold in the hook and to to release the hook easily in case of something happened because I cannot I cannot guide the, that straight that leader with the high line because the high line imagine that the the head the head of the stretcher was in my feet but yeah. the feet was inside the deck so I cannot handle the the high line from my position um even if I did the the high line from inside the vessel i cannot control the, the hook when he comes so in that moment i, I decide no, to 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 create a, a anchor point with my ropes that i carry in my jacket okay create a point holding me in that position outside of the vessel oh my god receive the the hook from outside holding the hook in that position chain the high line and then when the halo was on top, connect and then release and continue controlling the, the high line. All while you're standing on the outside of the side of the vessel, anchored to the inside of the vessel. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. It works. It works. It was a decision. Um, for me, it was easy because... All my career was holding, no, in in the cliff, um, in the belly yeah. place with ropes. But for me, it was so natural. I don't need, need, need to think too much. I, I transfer all this information to the pilot. They say, okay, I, I see you in a in a good shape, so I trust you. So whatever you need, I am here for you. So the coordination was super okay. In that time, we don't use the polycom, so. I need to, to go several times to the bridge of the vessel to translate all this information. So I'm going back, going back. So hey, a... there's your sprints for the day. Sprinting up to the 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 uh the comp station or the, the the deck, the main cabin of the vessel. Hey, this is what we're gonna do. Okay, let me sprint back. <laughs> oh my gosh.
Yeah, 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 yeah. Another ingenious idea, Jose. That's that's awesome. Like I, I can totally picture it too. Like being inside the vessel, you're like, how the heck am I going to get the guideline in here to get the hoist stick in here? And you know, I guess you, you, I mean, without looking at the the vessel itself, you could have got maybe to the top and then lowered off down to the side. But for yeah. you just to anchor yourself into some hard points on the vessel, hang outside the aircraft like you're in a rappel position on the side of the vessel. And then send the hoist hook and roll and guideline right to you. Oh, that's, that's perfect. Uh, in that mission, it works. I will be. Wow. I will. I will do the same if I am there in another mission for sure. But in that moment, it works. Um, yeah. It was, was a good idea because you all the time the hook was here. Um, I have time time enough to connect the high line in the feet of the stretcher, um, yeah. holding everything. And when the halo was on top position, I only need I only connect the hook to yeah. the to the leader, um, struck, um, take off. Um, it works. Wow, was a, was a good decision. Well done, sir. Jeez, oh man. Uh. Meh. Listen to you, Meh. Easy. Mm. It was easy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of uh, that mission. It was yeah. a difficult one, um, especially all, all alone. So it, this is the kind of mission that you you probably get another rescue swimmer with you uh, yeah. on the vessel working together because it will you can distribute all these workloads between two. Yeah. Um, but it was not possible in that moment. It's okay. I solved as best as I can, but uh, it was a complex, a complex one for only one. Wow. Mm. Out of curiosity, for my own curiosity, after yeah. the patient was extracted, did you uh, did you climb back inside the vessel and then go up to the upper deck to be hoisted out? Or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. In fact, in fact, when the <clears throat> when the 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 liter take off, yeah. I was in a position that I cannot control the, the high line because the high line was a little bit up of me. So I need to jump quickly to the main deck because a sailor at the beginning, he was with the high line. For the, the couple of first seconds, uh, a sailor on top of me, I can see yeah. him because I have a direct contact with him. But the high line was on the deck, on the main deck. So when, the, when I connect the hook and take yeah. off the stretcher, I jump. To the to the to the deck, the main deck, and control the high line to continue with the guiding. Yeah. <laughs> Jose, that is amazing. <laughs> well done, uh, sir. Well done. You need to 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 use all this. It's something interesting related, no, with our training, no. Yeah. We need to 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 be creative, no, because. You need to use all the assets that you have. Um, it's not only our equipment. It's also something that you, you can using in the deck, the sailor, the people can help you. So at the end, you are like a computer. You need to centralize all these assets and putting all together. Because yeah. for, for me, Sar, it's like a, like a bag, no? You carry so many tools in your back 
and you using when you need it. This is the my mentality. Yeah. Using different tools all the time, selecting, choosing tools for that. Brilliant. Well done, yeah. sir. Well done to you and your entire crew on both those missions. Good night. That's freaking <laughs> fantastic. Gosh. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now Thank I'm going to keep fast-forwarding a little bit now because you actually get out of the helicopter world for a little while and yeah. joined the fire department, yeah? Yeah, yeah, 13, 13 yeah, you years. Left, in... You left the helicopter world. Uh-uh-uh. For me, it was one of the most difficult decisions in my career. One yeah, my yeah, totally. It's I might super... be giving you a hard time, but the fact yeah. you're flying again, it, it, we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I am quite happy, no? But yeah. in that moment, the decision to 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 leave the the Coast Guard was something that I, it cannot make it uh, make me sleep well at night because yeah, I studied for be a firefighter, a firefighter for a long time, and when I obtained a, a position, a permanent position there was like a my my hair. Tell me that this is your place. So you need to keep here in the Coast Guard. But, you know, the economic uh -huh. situation, um, my family was there. So yeah. finally, you know, I, I took the decision. was okay, but was super difficult for me. Yeah, no, I get it. I, you know, I, I get it. Believe me, I get it. So, and good for you. I mean, uh, 11 years as a firefighter, yeah? Yeah, that's a long time. So, it's pretty yeah, good. it's 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 a career in the in the firefighter service. Um, I at the beginning also was a super super in, interesting period in my life because we create a, a rescue uh, unit uh, with ropes to to working in high buildings. Um, the, the first uh, couple of years was super interesting. So many training, also a really good. Ambience, really good uh, feeling, no? With the with my colleagues, and, yeah. and the morale, it's all the time like a rocket, trying to to pursue this goal, no? Um, was super super beautiful period with a real camaraderie feeling, no? To 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 be in a unit, and um, this is something that I really like it. Uh, I I don't know why, but. I really need to be involved, really involved in, in the unit. For me, I can work alone, but it's something that is not really enough, no? Sometimes yeah. I need a feeling of be part of a team, right. a, a real team. Um, you know, you and me know it's not always easy to find because we are now like satellites, no? Working, doing your job, as a good professional, but the feeling of being with someone, more people working together with the same goal, it's it's something really unbelievable and really, really desirable, no? For for especially for me, for you for sure, also, no? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But the, the the commercial or the real life is not providing you all this thing always, no? So sometimes we are professional, we do our job, but always remember this kind of memories, no? Like uh, 
the team, no? The proper team with colleagues, because you, you can do so many things, complex things with a team. It's unbelievable the, the, the power of a, of a team. Oh, yeah. When, yeah. when it works together. Oh, yeah. All day. Yeah, yeah. the stuff yeah. that you can achieve in, in, in rescue and in life, just working with like-minded people. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, so, inside your career as a firefighter, um, I, I'm, you know, like you and I talked a little bit before we get started. It, you know, I, I know a lot of firefighters, and there's a lot. You know, you guys run into the buildings to go. You're doing a similar job as as us. Ah, the same job. It's the same job. You're going in to rescue those in distress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some it's good, only- some bad. Yeah, it's only a different environment, but the the the, the will it's it's the same to 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 help the people in 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 a critical situation, especially. You no, know? so I I was involved in so many crash accidents with trucks, uh, cars, and um, firing buildings, which you know there are so many people involved in a in a tower of uh, of imagine so many. Flats together, all together with a big fire who who goes up to to the other flats. Or so, yeah. I have good memories, no. But it's also it's quite similar. The as I can, I, I if I compare the two jobs, it's quite similar. Probably the difference for me it's. The, the number of people involved because for for example in my fire station we were normally a team of nine. Oh wow so yeah so it's it's a it's a team you need to do so many things but there are people um when the situation becomes worse you can ask easily for help so there is another truck who come so you have six people more for six firefighters more if the situation it's worse you can add all the time so many people. But in yeah. our world, in the helicopter world, you are normally alone. You cannot ask for so many people to, to come. Not not always. It's oh, yeah. you are more more isolated. This is the, the feeling that I have you now when, when someone lowering in the cable in a deck or in the mountain. Uh, the option to 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 receive some help are quite limited. Yeah, so, yeah. You may be a a, a force of one. Yeah, <laughs> maybe two in the best. Maybe, maybe two. It's it's two. It's fantastic for me. Two. It's like oh yeah, <laughs> woohoo. Yeah, <laughs> but more than two, uh, sometimes it's complicated. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you um, what, man, I, we're going to get into this one right here, um, which, because while you were a firefighter, um, you ended up splitting your time, 15 days as a firefighter, and then 15 days of helping on, I'm going to call it the high seas, but it was in the Mediterranean Sea, right? Yeah. And the, um, the you know, let me, let me start with this. You were part of a rescue crew and and with limited resources um helping those coming from syria trying to get out of syria because of the syrian war which turned into literally 
10,000 or more people in the water that you were going out to help? Yeah. Uh, 10,000, bro. Yeah. Uh, let me let me explain you uh, a little bit from the beginning because the, the, the beginning of uh, this uh, mission... I, I saw in the in the TV so many pictures of uh, Syrian people dying, no, sunk in the water, no. So we decided to create a, a little NGO, rescue NGO, to try to help them, to try to 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 give them some opportunities, especially in at sea, no. Yeah. So Wait, real quick, we, NGO. What does that stand for? Same for it's a non-governmental organization, which means Got a voluntary organization. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is private. You're trying to do something yeah. private sector, non-government. Got it. Exactly. NGO. It's, a, it's okay. fully, it fully, it's the people who support you. It's a, they, they give you some support from, from the economical point of view, in material, everything. So you need to collect all this equipment. Um, at the beginning, we deploy a little team of uh, six people to the Greek island of Lesbos to, to cover the people who come from Syria to Lesbos in, in, in Greece, okay? okay. And, it, and during nine months, we're patrolling a small channel, it's 22 kilometers of water between Turkey and Greece. So we're patrolling at night with a small reef and provide them, provide them life jackets, some guidance, um, especially help in case of they are in a in a critical situation. So this is it was the the the, the beginning no, of the NGO. After after nine months there, 15 days at home and 15 days there in Lesbos patrolling and you know living so many beautiful and really not beautiful uh, situation because these Syrian guys coming from his country with a bag. They carry all his life in a bag, especially woman, ch child. Uh, it's, 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 it's the same, it's an exodus. Try, imagine to, if you need to abandon your country and to reach another country in front of you, and you only have place for carry a bag, all yeah. your life in a bag. Wow. Yeah. Um, without experience of sailing at night, because all of them trying to reach the, the Greek coast by night, because they, they provide some shell, some, some shelter. Um, you know, I. It was, it was hard. It was yeah. hard, emotionally hard, because it was nine months working non-stop, 15 days there in Spain and 15 days there, patrolling every night from 12 to 8 o'clock in the morning, 12 to 8, 12 to 8, every night patrolling at sea. You do this um, every day or every 15 days for nine months? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And like, I, you know, like, so the pictures are going to be on Instagram and Facebook. So you guys go check them out there. The ones that Jose sent to me. Um, but we're talking like literally 10,000 plus people in the water 
on rafts, on boats, on anything that could get out of Syria to a safe haven. Wow. Yeah, but as I, as I say, it was Lesbos, no? In Greek island and during nine months. When I finished my period there, because the number of Syrian people was not critical, or sorry for the saying that, no, not critical, no, it was l lower. Yeah. I jumped to the, the other road, the other road for the migrants to reach Europe. And this road starting in Libya. So I moved to Libya. Okay. Um, there in Libya, the logistics are a little bit different because in the Greek island, we have a patrol boat, a small rig, and we are starting from the, the harbor and patrolling at sea and then back, no? So we are in the same island. But in Libya, you need to use a vessel because the starting point is Malta, La Valeta, the harbor of La Valeta. You sailing with that vessel 24 hours sailing to reach the sar zone of Libya. It's 240 miles away from Malta. Wow. Yeah. So I joined another NGO who provide the vessel. Um, I, I went there, um, you know, carrying everything on the vessel. So you need to carry water, food, life, life jackets, uh, the rib, the crew, everything from Lib from Malta sailing to the Sar zone in front of Tripoli and all this area. Um, during 21 days, we are sailing that area, patrolling that area. This is the, the, the idea. So when you told me about the, the 10,000 people, it was a super special situation because, uh, you know, the Muslim uh, have the Ramadan. And during that period, they, they can, they are praying and not eating too much, no? Yes, right. Yeah, so the Ramadan ends that precise Friday. Um, the smuggler in Libya sent all these people because the, the weather was okay. Saturday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, this weekend, they sent 10,000 people of person trying to reach Italy. 10,000 in three days. This is the unofficial name numbers because that is so difficult to, to say something official, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I, have, yeah. I have some figure in my mind, no? But imagine that, that road who coming from Libya and try to reach Italy, in 2007, let me let me see the, the, the figure, the, the official figure, it's the number of dead people dead in that SAR zone, it's 4,581 in 2006, and 2,639 in 2007. This is the official number of people drawing in that road in these years. It's, Holy it's, cow. it's unbelievable. I, I was there, three missions different. Um, I can assure you that the numbers are minimum the double. 
because no one knows how many boats the smuggler send. No one knows. There is no location, no position, none. There is nothing. It's only a rubber dinghy full of people sailing. So it's wow. I, I tell you, I tell you one history, no, not not one history, one one facts, no. During at the beginning of the mission of that mission, the number three for me, the, the weather was so bad. Um, I need to shelter our vessel in in a in a harbor in Sarsis. It's a uh, it's in Tunis, Tunisia, uh, okay. Tunisia. Yeah, Tunisia. Uh, we we need to be there sheltering from the from the big storm uh, for five days because the weather was horrible. Um, we make some conversation. We create some. We create some uh, friendships with the fishermen on that vessel, on that harbor, because they are also sheltering due to the storm, no? Okay. Um, and the chief fisherman, the, the chief of the fisherman there, told me personally, we cannot find sailors for working on the fisherman vessel because Every time that we threw our nets in the sea, we recover somebody, dead body. Oh so my there gosh. is no fisherman available for doing this job. No one wants to work as a fisherman there due to that. So imagine the the the, the tragedy. Yeah. And, and it's 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 fucking real. It's it's not a supposition. It's not you cannot read in the newspaper, but it, it is real. That guy make a, a graveyard personally. Him make one graveyard to put all these bodies in the in a in a decent place. Um, I see the place. I see the graveyard. It's full of tombs. Full. I, I don't remember the numbers, but hundreds. For sure, hundreds. All of them in lines. It's like a holy shit, man. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, after, after being there in Sarsis Harbor for five days, the weather suddenly improved. Um, it was like a explosion, like a blow up. Friday, there are some people who come. A normal day for us was a normal day, no? But Saturday and Sunday was horrible, man. Uh, it was unbelievable. We can go through that if if you want. I will leave it up to you, my friend. I I get it though because you guys are now going out into like better seas, better weather, and yeah. all from getting everybody getting their butt kicked from bad weather. There's a ton of boats that and that didn't make it, and a lot of people in the water. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Days, months of doing this. Jose, holy cow, man. 
Yeah, you know, it's I I I I can I can choose no to 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 be there. Yeah, I choose. Honestly, I did because I was training. I am involved in the situation of that because I was nine months in Greece, looking and um, living this kind of experience. No, for me as a, as a swimmer, professionally was like a training. No, yeah. But the dimension of the disaster in Libya you can compare with Lesbos because in Lesbos some people, so many people die also. But in Libya, the numbers are unbelievable. It's a, it's difficult. It's, it, 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 it is out of the, out of the logic, out of the numbers. It's, it's out of the box, totally out. Even, wow. even for me personally, the level of risk that I assume that was totally, totally out. Never in, never in my life, I feel that to be out, totally out, but so involved that I say, man, I need to keep doing. I, I need to keep doing my best until die or until yeah. I destroy myself. But there is the situation, the tragedy, the numbers, the people, the condition, it's, it's hard. It's it was hard. Well, the other part about this that I really I, I admire not only by you but the other guys that involved. There were like you you said nine of you right that went down, like a crew of nine or eleven. How many people did you guys have as rescue men, as no, a rescue crew? In, in the in the vessel, yeah, it, it's a crew of uh, sixteen. There are yeah, sixteen. One, I knew that. Yeah. Sorry, sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a captain to one officer, uh, the second officer, the, the chief engineer, uh, plus uh, a doctor, a nurse, um, 12 people to helping in the decks. Um, yeah, this is the, the, the crew of the, the vessel. Depends of the vessel, you have more crew members, less. The vessel that I, I work, it's a, it's a first response vessel. It's only to to distribute the life jacket to, to help them and then transferring to another vessel, bigger one, because the vessel, it's a fishing vessel. So you cannot sail with people in your decks. Ah, gotcha, okay. Yeah, yeah. so our mission was to provide the first response and then transferring to another vessel, bigger vessel from another NGO, Navy vessel, Italian Coast Guard vessel, whatever, but transferring, but not sailing, because it's not designed for that. It's uh, you only have two chains in every side of the vessel, port right. side and starboard side. It's only a chain, so easily someone can fall into the water. Imagine all this effort that you did trying to help them and then falling. So the night, it's all the time we need to put someone to check. Because these guys coming in a in a in a deep deteriorates circumstances or maybe not in his best shape. So yeah. they they are suffering head stroke, uh, dehydration, uh, some several sickness. 
So, so imagine the, the, the hospitality on the vessel, it's full of people. I need to go there so many times to put uh, intravenous lines. The doctor called me for many things. So imagine the vessel. The vessel, one thing it's on the deck, but below deck, it's full. It's full of people. And it's, it's really difficult to believe, but really true. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, man. Crazy. 16 yeah, people helping... Yeah. 10,000 plus. Yeah. Honestly, it was Friday. There are a normal number of vessels there. Saturday, the number is reduced because the, the vessels that are fulfilled of people, they need to sail him back to Italy. So it's 24 hours sailing. So when, when you fulfill a vessel, the vessel disappears from the SARS zone. So there is no more vessel. So the Friday, we fulfill a lot of vessels yeah. of people. So Saturday, there are less. And Sunday, only three. So only oh three vessels for this, for this madness. So in total, or the, the whole weekend, it's 10,000. But it's distributed. It's not only me, me with 10,000. Yeah. 10, it's, a, it's a common effort of so many people and other NGO, Navy vessel, Italian Coast Guard. So it's a mass rescue operation. 10,000 people in a weekend. Imagine the, the numbers that we are talking. It's a city. I, I really can't. I, I, I really, I cannot imagine that many people to, to have to try to tend and help, you know, and, and that's including all the other vessels that were with yeah. around you. Um, yeah. Jeez, oh man. Well, you know what? Mad props to you and everybody else involved and in, in going out of your way. Like in all yeah. the fundraising and getting the gear and equipment to go out to be able to do it. Do you yeah, know yeah, yeah, creating yeah. the non-government? I know there's a lot of work with that too. So if something happened, let me promise you something. If something happened again, it will be easy to to happen in the future again because it's a it's a flux, no, of people, no who come, who go. I will try to organize with you, with other colleagues, with other friends of us to, to provide them some help for, for not dying there. So yeah. let me promise that. I will contact. Um, at that time, I was alone. It, it was for me too much, honestly. The next time, the next mission, I, I carry one swimmer with me as a as a backup because I need someone to to give me some cover. Yeah, it, it's it's basic, but this mission precisely in the first mission I, I I was with a swimmer also. The second one, this I can I I couldn't find someone, but for the first I used because it's too much. Honestly, it's too much hours in a row too much responsibility, too much risk, it's too much in all the sense. It's out of the box. Mind blown. Good for you, man. Well done. Do everything you can. I, I, hats off to you, brother. If we have some time, I would like to, to explain you a little bit about the, the night of the Saturday, 
because if, if you want to through that, we have time for for talking about. Uh, we yeah. got we got all the time in the world, my friend. Because so the Saturday Saturday of the that weekend. Yeah, yeah, the okay. Saturday and the Sunday. I, I try to resume because we can talk for hours. And for me, there are so many memories and details. I try to reduce, but okay. to make the people an idea about the 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 madness. Not how 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 big is the disaster there? No. Yeah. Um, I remember I be. Uh, I, I try to make a, a history, you know, but the, the Friday was a, a day, a busy day, but normal. I don't remember the figures. But Saturday morning, we wake up early in the morning, 5.20 in the morning. My my crew called me. Hey, uh, we have spotted uh, with the infrared camera a, a dinghy. So, yeah, it's a normal day. We are prepared for that. We're training for that. Okay. We recovered the first uh, two dinghies, 120 and 160 people. Oh my God. Yeah. So the dinghy was close to our position, normal operation, it's okay. But suddenly the rig driver, the, the, the team leader of the rig called me. Hey, Jose, we have a wooden boat. It's full of people. You, you must come. Okay was like a holy shit it's not normal because i cannot i am in the bridge normally because i am i was the head of mission so my my work is to be a swimmer as a secondary task yeah i, I organize the the whole sar operation in my vessel no deploying things i'm controlling this is this is the reason what i was there at the beginning but I carry my stuff, my personal gear as a swimmer because you never know, no? I also carry a, a scuba diving equipment in case of we have a problem because you are alone there. So you need to be as small, as much self-sufficient as you can. So yeah. yeah, I carry everything with me. I change, I using my neoprene and my fins. And when I, I read that, my first idea was, hey, I have here an empty dinghy because I put on board 160 people on, on board my vessel, yeah. but I, I have an empty dinghy. So it's something that it can float. So for me, it was like a whoop, pick. I need it. I need to use that. So I put diesel, uh, uh, gasoline, petrol on the, on the rib, on the small dinghy, and sailing with this dinghy to the position of the wooden boat. Okay. So I using an empty dinghy to 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 have something floating in case of the wooden boat sank. Because yeah. I, I don't know in that moment the numbers, but they told me, hey Jose, you need to come. If that guy called me for that, it needs to be a reason, a solid reason to call me for that. So yeah, I was in a small dinghy, empty, sailing to the position of the wooden boat. Okay. Um, it, it, it's 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 difficult to believe, but you need to use all, all everything that you have. When I arrive to the position of the wooden boat, you see the picture. It's it's a city. It's seven hundred and fifty people in a oh, twenty meter wooden boat. When I jump on board. I cannot make 
a single step without smashing an arm, a leg, a, there is no place. There is physically no place. The rudder was a handlebar. It, this is the rudder. It's a super precarious boat. It's, it's not designed for, for that. Imagine wow. the, the, the weight of the vessel. Oh, yeah. 750 so, plus people in the boat? In a boat. Uh, in, um, it's not an And it's only but, uh, 20 meters long? 20 meters. Jeez, oh, man. Child, woman, disabled people. It's it's a migration. So it's it's unbelievable the numbers. When I I I see because I know that there is a lower deck. This is the 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 the, the high class. The people that can see the sea, they can yeah. pay for that. So they are the the richest one. The poor the poor ones are in the lower deck. I need to use my torch. There's two decks on this. Two decks. Two oh decks. Oh my gosh. I I switch on my torch and I only can see black white eyes looking at me because they are in layers in the second floor without ventilation, without sun, without light. There are hundreds of people in that deck. So when I see that, I put my face below the deck and I see. Holy shit, man. Okay, we need to think in quickly and we need, we need to start to distribute life jacket like a hell. Because if there is something happen here, it's a fucking disaster. It's a tragedy. There is no life jacket. There is nothing. There is wow. nothing. So, well, luckily, it's one thing of the training that we can say things. We train a lot, so right. I have a clear a clear plan. No, me in my mind, it's like a okay. Now it's the moment to start distributing life jackets to provide them a flotation system in case of they fall into the water. So we start to distribute in different areas of the vessel to to avoid the people to to try try to fighting because some people fighting for the life jackets. They want to be safe. So they hitting others to, to try to, 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 to get one. So I distribute life jackets in different areas of the vessel to, to avoid that fight. Yeah. And, and imagine it's, it's a super long uh, uh, work because it's hours. We need to carry 750 life jackets, putting them. Um, yeah, yeah. Luckily, in, in in a moment of the of the mission, not luckily, sorry. Unluckily, some people, because when I distribute all this the life jacket, I I call by radio to my vessel. Hey, you need you need to come closer to us to make shorter the 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 meters that we need to transfer that from that boat to my boat, yeah. from the wooden boat to my boat. So we need to transfer all these people, no? So I called by radio to my vessel, hey, you need to come. And in one moment, when the people saw my vessel, um, a normal one, a iron vessel, fishing vessel, some people decide to jump into the water 
Oh my gosh. So it's uh, 18 or 19 people in the water. So for me, it was like, a, oh man. <sighs> luckily, <laughs> luckily they have life jackets. So at least they, they, ha they have something to grab, but yeah. they, don't, they don't have any fucking idea of swim. So imagine wow. we carry all that this people. Everyone was safe. We need to deploy eleven life raft in our vessel because our vessel physically don't have this capacity to carry seven hundred and fifty plus one hundred and twenty plus one hundred and sixty. So that, we that is we crazy. deploy, yeah, we deploy all our life raft and carry people in the life raft. So my fishing vessel is like an island surrounded by life, life raft, plenty of people. 1,000, 1,100 people in total. Just between the three vessels, yeah? No, only my vessel. Only yours? Oh uh, my only gosh. my vessel. The other vessel are involved in other operations like me. Oh my. So this is this is my vessel. One thousand. Let me let me check. It's one thousand. One more than one thousand one hundred. Imagine. Unreal. Imagine that. Luckily, my captain. It's a German captain, so he can speak in German with a navy vessel from the German navy. Yeah. And they accept to transfer all these people to his vessel. Imagine a long operation transferring from small ribs, our ribs to the ribs of the German vessel, all these people to this to this ship. Uh, we finish, we finish, uh, I don't remember at uh, 12 o'clock or something like that. We started at five and we finished at around 11, 12 at night. Wow. A long day. Yeah. But, yeah. But now, um, I, I, at that moment, I believe, okay, I am part of a miracle because no one died. Unbelievable, but true. No one died. We, thousand people. Did, no one thousand died. people. Thousand people. No one died. Everyone I, I remember in in the most critical moment when the tension it's was super high, some people throw me to my small rib, his kids, to save them. Throwing like that, like a yeah, like a balloon. Like literally throwing their kids to you, like catch my you, kids. Catch my kid and save my kid. So imagine the tension during the whole day. Mm. it's difficult to to believe but it's true wow um i need to be really really strict um I, I, some people try to jump and, and and catch my my rib and i need to let them swim until yeah. close to die because if other people follow his guy and jump to my vessel my yeah. small rib, they can sunk my vessel. Yeah. And so I need to be, I see with my eyes looking, people are 
surround me just in the limit to 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 die but i need to 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 show them hey i am in charge we need to follow that man otherwise it will be a disaster so imagine that the difficulty of being focusing that some people in the water just in the limit to ah, ah, crying like a, yeah. the tension the tension it's you can cut with 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 a knife it's tension around everywhere the pressure on me on my crew on my vessel imagine it's so many people crying so many people screaming man it's difficult eh? it's even now for me it's hard to remember eh? anyway let me take because this is the the funny the funny of not the funny sorry the the good part of the history then the night come and the other ngo in the same position close to us yep. call us hey if you are free you come to help us okay what do you have you must come when we arrive to the position of the other ngo there are six dinghies six with more than 120 in each one plus a wooden boat similar than my wooden boat in the morning mm. and now oh it's night gosh. oh my god so it's it's another 1400 or 500 people involved in a night operation wow. so all of them floating and um, you cannot there is no light the only that i can see it with the mbg because we have a monocular yeah. and we can see something and we, with the infrared camera there is no light there is nothing it's people floating so imagine a, a fucking nightmare. It was honestly for me a nightmare. In one moment, the wooden boat, because at the beginning the wooden boat was floating, but someone, for a, a reason, they can they can start the the engine. So the the wooden boat start to moving. Um, and you cannot see the, the, the wooden boat. Um, he tried to, to hit my vessel for jump. So they, they tried to collide to us. The, the speed oh of gosh. our vessel was limited because we carry so many life rafts around us to, to provide them some shelter, no? Yeah. So in a miracle, in one moment, we, we with a a strong maneuver, we avoid that collision. But when the people inside the wooden boat see that that they cannot reach us, they jump into the water. So 50 people jump into the water oh at night. Gosh. For me it was, oh, oh, no, I can't believe it. I deploy, yeah, yeah. I deploy some flares with parachute to illuminate the, the scene because we cannot see nothing. So I deploy several parachute, flared with parachute 
And you can you see that it's it's like a fucking movie of terror. Red lights floating in the sky and people helping for for help in the water without light jacket. It's like a Bro. what can I do? I jump into the life raft and start to throwing life boy, life raft, uh, life jacket, ropes, and recover them. But it was super difficult, man. Super difficult. Honestly, for me, it's so many hours in a row working. So my, my capacities are re reduced to a lot. So it's, I started at 5.30 in the morning. Now it's two o'clock. Oh my gosh. So luckily, luckily, the nurse of the vessel was a friend of mine and he told me, hey, Jose, it's enough. It's enough for you. You need to stay here on deck. Forget to go to another dinghy, please. Um, for me, it was like, a, man, I, I need to stop. I can't continue like that. I can't. That is unreal, man. That is unreal. <laughs> Bro. It, it's, it continue because it's like a, it's like a odyssey. It's a, you remember the, the, the Greek classic, the, the Odyssey, you know, when it's a, a tragedy from a long time. This, is, yeah. this mission for me, it's something similar like that. Luckily, we called to other vessel and one supply vessel from an oil platform come mm -hmm. and join, join with the other team of the other NGO. We transferring all these people, 1,600 to that supply vessel the whole night, transferring people to that vessel. It's a empty supply vessel, so we have place, but it's yeah. the, the, the maneuver to, to put the wooden vessel side, side by side to the, to the supply vessel was critical because if something happened, it, it's a night without light. People, 24 hours, without water, without food, without shade, so imagine, imagine. Crazy. Too much, man. And we succeed. No one died. A fucking miracle. Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's like that. It's a miracle, but real. It's okay. I finish. The day at, I don't remember, six o'clock or something like that. Okay. In the morning. Um, in the morning. So you've been so up for 25 hours now. Going. 25. Going. Eating a cereal bar and nothing more. Water, wow. cereal bar. Water, cereal bar. Water, cereal bar. Nothing more. Jeez, oh man. Who's they? 24. Um... Yeah, the morning come quickly. I only <laughs> I only have two hours yeah. and then call me again. Hey, 
you need to come. There is a sunk boat with people in the water. You can come, okay? Imagine two hours. I am broken. My, yeah. my, my body my body is broken. So okay, I'll I'll try to to do. So I'm sailing with the rib. Um, when I arrived at to the position, it was a nightmare, a real nightmare, with people drawing in the water. Um, I saw one of the most terrible vision in my life. No, because we were in the position to. Uh, NGO vessel. Um, when one one NGO try to to be close to the the boat, with you ma imagine the the scene. No, it's a deflate rubber dinghy. Yeah. So the people, when the the vessel was close, the people try to jump to the vessel in in a disastrous manner. Um, some people die in that moment due to be squeezed for the leg and the arms of the other. So oh 10 gosh. people die in that moment. Plus one pregnant woman also died. Oh my gosh. So we, we, can't, we can't do too much. We can't do nothing. I, I deploy my centifloat. It's, it's a floating device. It's like a tube of air. Yeah. Yeah, big long, yeah. like a like a caboose almost. I'll call it. It's just a big long raft connected to exactly. the back of your vessel. Yeah, I deploy that, but I cannot do more, man. Um, and it was full. That even the picture you sent me that that raft was totally full. Totally yeah, full. yeah, yeah, yeah. A tragedy. We we only can recover the bodies of the dead people. 10 plus oh the pregnant woman. You can imagine. Yeah. So this it was the Sunday morning, wake up. They call us. Several other dinghies are floating. My vessel now, it's full of people. We carry 400 people on board. 400. Oh um, a storm, it's coming from the north. Two meter point five wave and strong winds. So I check in my way back to my vessel, hundreds of people floating without option of doing nothing. And you get a storm coming with 2.5 meter waves, which is about seven feet. They don't have a chance. There's, there's, there's no chance of survival. Zero. Without a life jacket or something to zero. I, I do oh my gosh always I, I do everything I can. I abandon the senti floats close to one boat. We distribute all of our life jackets. We carry normally 1,200 life jackets on board of the vessel. We okay. distribute all of them. So the, the whole morning was checking the status of the vessel collecting some people, especially woman, um, child, small one, carry yeah. with, with us and putting in our vessel. But in one moment, the captain say, Jose, we can not do more. 
we need to abandon the SAR zone now because the waves are strong. Um, we need to sail in north. Um, imagine for me and for my crew, no? abandon hundreds of people. We cannot do more. We oh, can. Imagine so the, the feeling. My, my, we carry a, a translator come with us in the vessel, in the reef. To, to, to try to communicate with the people in, in Arabic or Muslim, you know? Yeah. My, my, my translator was desolate. He, he cannot st stop crying because we see the people, we see the vessel floating in front of us and we cannot do it, nothing more. We need to abandon there alone. Wow. You just gave me chills, man. It was too much, man. Too much for, for everyone. For everyone was. I remember that that woman, no, it's it's Margaret. I he he need to during month after the mission. He needs psychological support during month. Yeah. He, she cannot handle that. So many people of that crew members, young people with not too much experience, but with a, a pure soul, no? To, to try to help people, right. devastated, devastated. Psychological support of a, of a team for, for so many days because they, they can, they can assume how, how hard, how crazy, how horrendo is that yeah yeah damn jose and that was one weekend one weekend exactly bro i i continue because i i like to to explain the the whole mission not to to Especially for the people who who listening us now in the podcast, no. With four hundred and thirty people on board, for me reaching the my my vessel was sailing north, no. We have some problem in the engine of my rib, and I carry thirteen people, woman and child, no. I cannot reach the 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 mother vessel, my mother vessel, because due to the wave, a small rib cannot sail in well, and yeah. plus the engine problem. So we, we took a long time to reach our vessel okay. heading north. When we arrived, we carried 430 people on board. We have no place to our rib because we're using a crane to put our rib on the deck. The deck is full of people, so we need to tow in the, our rib. So there is no option to put on board. And the wave hitting the, the 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 vessel and the people in the main deck, it's wetting all the day. So we heading north, but at limited speed of four knots, which normally it's ten knots. So four knots is the maximum speed that we can reach due to the to the weight the wave due to the 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 weight of the people on board. So there is no other vessel 
No one can help us. No one. So imagine the, the situation, the people on board, my crew members, with all this tragedy, with all these people suffering. They need to provide them water, some food, medical care. So we can continue. So there is, yeah, the, the rescue operation, it's finished more or less, but the, the work, the workload, it's, it's amazing. Um, no one can help us, man. There is no other asset available. So continue selling north, but we cannot reach a safe harbor in that situation. Wow. I, I am not super proud of, of that decision, but it was the decision that would, we take in that moment, joined to, with the captain, and we launch a mayday. We need to launch a mayday because our situation was critical and was sailing during two days. Sunday, Sunday evening, Monday, um, on Tuesday, the, the, the room, the MMRCC room from Italy yeah. provide us a, a oil tanker uh, to, oh, to shelter. Tanker? Yeah, 350 wow. meter length. This is the picture wow. that I send you, the red one. He, yeah. He, he provides us some shelter and another NGO come to transferring in the shelter of that super big tanker provide the, the place, the safe place to transferring all these people. Yeah. Because in, in our vessel, imagine, we cannot sailing at, at night. The people can fall from the deck to the water and the wave hitting the deck. If you tell me, was a right decision, Jose? No, I never in my career sent a mayday. Uh, I was in so many maydays for others, but in that situation, 430 people on board, two, two and a half or three days working continuously. Yeah, maybe other person will do in a different way. Yeah, probably. Wow, Jose, just wow. It's a, uh, I cannot see too much, man. It's a, it was, it was a, it caused me a lot to, to, to be back in the real life, no? With yeah. the, with your normal life, your kids. In that, in that moment, my kids was a, uh, Two years old, small ones. Um, my woman, my 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 wife. I cannot contact her in days. One friend of mine by satellite satellite phone tell him, okay, don't worry, he is okay. But he knows that the situation was critical. Yeah. Um. So many so many things, no happen um imagine no it's 
during months. I, I, I cannot be in the real world talking about my salary, uh, the tax, uh, what they are doing, the politician in my country. What yeah. for me was like, a, what are you talking? You are crazy or what? I am totally out. I am in a different world. I, I am living in a different planet. Yeah. And, and you got to deal with something that big that you're, you're just in a different realm. Yeah, 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 bro, that is crazy, man. Wow, a tragedy for the loss. Like, I, I get it, you know, mad, mad props to you guys that, that put your lives out there to go get as many as you did. Good for you. I I don't know I don't know why maybe I am a drug addict to or something but I joined another mission in July but we will talk another day if you want but another another disaster not like that differently but it was like a and after that I need to stop it you did so the one you went to in July was similar. Yeah, similar. Yeah. Another tragedy. Yeah, yeah. And you can only deal with that so long before you gotta you gotta tap out. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Jason. It's a part of the life. Um we carry a, a back, no? In our yeah. shoulder. I hope to 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 that that weight I can I can handle, but if not, for sure I will need to go to through with a professional and talk because it's so it's so much. It's yeah. uh, sometimes for me it cost me months of not. Uh, Sleeping at night, um, or sleeping not in a in a good uh, not in a good way, yeah. Because I have clear memories, super clear. It's like a picture, no? Pack, pack. Yeah, it was as we talk now in Cascade, no? Some emotional disorder. With the time, when the time passed. I, I start to feeling proud, no? Yeah. Because I was part of a miracle, no? With super limited resources, we did something unbelievable. But it, it caused me at time to, to, to assume that and, and to change to the positive uh, feeling that, hey, Jose, you did your best. We cannot do more. Not possible. We, it's it's simple that that it costs. But yeah. now I can talk now with you. Um, I have super big memories who who hit me hard, no, in, in my yeah. heart. But I I can share with you in a positive way. Um, even. If some of one, um, I can give an advice to someone in that situation, 
I can say, hey, be creative. Um, start solving the problem part by part. Don't try to solve a super big problem, complex problem, doing everything. No. If you decide one strategy, follow that. You can change, yes, but you need to have one clear idea yeah. and solving small parts because there is no magic. It's, it's not, there is not a fleet of S92 who come to, to help you. <laughs> no, it's not real. There is yeah. no one. So solving parts, part by part, pam, 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 pam. This is the, the only thing that I can say to someone. That's pretty good advice. For me, it works. Yeah. For me, it was yeah. a, a good tool. Dang. Oh, my gosh. Incredible, man. Incredible. You will do and the you same. Don't hear it. Well, you know, we talked about this just, just before you started telling the story. Nobody talks about this. This isn't no. on the news. Yeah. This isn't on anything else. Uh, nobody it's, talks. It's a, nobody, I didn't know anything about this. Yeah. It's like an undercover mission for another teams of people working. No, it's a, you cannot say nothing. It's it's out of the radar. It's wow. Good for you, man. Way to step up. Go. Yeah. Go do everything you can. No. Till the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you're not done yet either. So I mean, like, you're 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 still going. You're still in rescue, and you still you're still back. You're back on a helicopter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I decide to to jump to to the Netherlands Coast Guard. Uh, I have an opportunity in 2020. Um, the sea called me again. So I need to to be back. Um, yes, yes, yes. I am. I am there, really proud to to be there and working in a really harsh environment. The, the North Sea, it's a it's a harsh environment, especially in winter. So many hours of night night training, night mission. Yeah, and um, the water is cold. Yeah, the water <laughs> is cold. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or for me, I I I, I wear in the the dry suit the whole year, even in yeah. winter, even even in even in summer. For me, you know, I am a skinny one, so <laughs> I need someone, something who provide me some some heat. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it! Yeah, 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 yeah. So the whole year, um, yeah. I, also, I remember a, a, a beautiful day in the in the Netherlands Coast Guard with. Um, okay. Uh, I'll take a, a beautiful of... day after the last uh, the last part of that. Yeah, story. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, all end in a in a good way, so it's it's unbelievable, no? Yeah. Always, I, I remember some of your podcasts when the people with our brothers told. Another history is when the history ends in a in a bad way. Um, it broke your heart. Eh? Honestly, we are prepared for that. We're training for that. 
but it's 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 difficult eh? you cannot yeah. say if, uh, it, no 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 you suffer a lot in, in in the in the bad moment also you are focused you you do a tough job but as as we talked before you carry all this emotion and all this feeling in your back and you are a human you are not a superhero you you are a, a person so you have no superpowers you are really well trained you have some skills that you can use and it provides you some shelter but you are yeah. not invincible you are human so i'm working on that though i'm just saying now yeah <laughs> 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 trying to follow your lead jose come on buddy <laughs> yeah 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 uh, anyway all right so you had a mission in the uh in yeah. the north, yeah. region coast guard or the dutch coast guard yeah 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 um we we it was a 6.7 or close to seven hours flight that, that day in three different Holy missions cow. In, in a row. Yeah. How many, we, how many missions in a row? Three. Yeah, three missions in a row and through a blue like a six point, what'd you say, 6.7? Yeah. Um, 6.8? Yeah. Wow. 6 also in the middle of this hour, we need to deploy a team of a uh, doctor to a vessel because they need to check the the status of the crew due to the COVID. So we we lowering, we descending in the middle of the Oh, wait, 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 let's back up, because that's in the middle. What did yeah. you start with? So you had three missions back to back to back. Yeah, plus All right, start, one tramp What's ferry. number one? Uh, yeah, the number one was a, a medevac from a vessel in, in, in the, in, really close to the shoreline. Um, the the patient was uh, with a let me think I don't remember it was a re renal problem you know the the rhinos you know oh yeah the, yeah so the doctor renal was problem. on board yeah yeah okay the doctor the doctor was on board um the we carry all of his staff to the vessel we put in the in the litter um we using the litter to transfer into the hello and then to an ambulance. To the hospital was a uh, easy, easy stretcher, uh, high line, all these normal procedure for us. No? Yeah, 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 get it. All right, you come um, back, you get a cup of coffee, you think you're done, and I ring again. So we recovered some people from a uh, four people from a sunk van. It's a uh, in the Netherlands. There are high tides. Um, okay. when they they are up rising you float a big area of sand but in the low tide you can walk the, the, the beach are super big in that moment okay. Right? Okay. so some people don't don't be very carefully with his situation and start to walking in the in the beach yeah and suddenly the the tides rising and trap them in, in an island. <laughs> so it was also a, a easy one. We land there with the hello. We try to Oh you get to land on, on that area. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. There. Yeah it was an easy one, no problem. Um we need to put some power because the hello can be in a critical situation. So 
you need to be fast, but not 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 using the the hoist or or nothing. No? So it was a simple one. Yeah. We recovered that that guys, and then back back to our main task of that day that was to transferring the doctor to the to the vessel for uh, providing a, a COVID test for the whole crew because okay. 16, 16 people, one six yeah. of them was sick um, with the COVID. So imagine the, the vessel is a, a nightmare vessel <laughs> in that moment. Oh it was in gosh. 2021 with the COVID hitting Europe strong. So yeah, we deployed the, the doctor in that for the vessel. I, I tried to, to be with them in the deck to provide them some security. Um, yeah, I'm waiting there until they finish and then back to the hello with the hoist and then back to our base, luckily. And then um, we're gonna sip on another cup of coffee. Try to relax a little yes, bit. Yes, and... run again to in, <laughs> because uh, oh my uh, gosh, yeah, uh, a storm hitting the the area strong, quite strong. Okay, and and, and la, I don't know for what reason one professional sailing man in that moment he decided to 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 abandon his vessel in a harbor. I'm moving with one colleague to his small rib to another position at night. So obviously with the wave, they flip up the, the rib and they fall into the water. Now the water, it's, it was in winter in February. So it's around seven, six degrees, which is cold. It's, it's cold water. You can, <laughs> you can consider cold water. Um, yeah, we we recovered uh, yeah, six or seven degrees Fahrenheit or uh, Celsius. Celsius. Yeah, that's yeah, that that's cold. I, I'd have to look that one up, but I think it's somewhere around probably forty degrees Fahrenheit, give or take. Jeez, yeah. oh man! In fact, both of them was uh, hypothermic. Um, we need to transfer them to to two ambulance in the shoreline because yeah. the the shoreline was closed. Um, one of them in a moderate uh, hypothermic status, but was okay. Um, was a night, uh, beautiful mission, and especially a long day mission. Um, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good yeah. mission. What, good one mission turns into four missions. Success, yeah. success, success, okay. success. Well done with a six. Yeah, well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> Jose, yeah. buddy, I'll yeah. tell you what, man. I got one more question before I let you go, and that is advice that you would pass on to everybody else. Okay, what would you, oh, what I... would you give them? If I need to get uh, to give someone an advice, no? Yes. <laughs> you, I, I like the the way that you. It's it's so poetic, but it. I like it, no? The, the way that you say, someone in distress needs a miracle, and you are the miracle. It can resume the attitude that a swimmer must be or must have. You need to be prepared for this kind of madness. So 
training, training, more training. After that, more training. Yeah. There is like that. no more. No. Dude, that's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. My brother Jose. Yeah. All the way from Spain, working up in the Netherlands. Thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing these stories. Absolutely incredible. Unreal. I love what you're doing now. Keep up the good work, my brother. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. See you. Yeah. And the next time I see, let's see, uh, whether it's, no, I'm, I'm going to see you sooner because I'm either bouncing in the Netherlands or I'm calling you when I get to Spain. One or the other. I'll meet you there. We'll go get kick back a brew again. <laughs> And we'll end up telling more stories. It'll be amazing. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you, you know, when you want, man. When you want. Um, it's a it's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you, sharing, um, transferring all this uh, information to the next generation. Love it. Dude, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, because we'll conclude it there. We are out of here. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Real Rescue Podcast. Please take a minute to like, subscribe, and hit that share button. I'm pulling chocks and taking off. But before I go, if anyone out there has a rescue story they would be willing to share, I would be humbled and honored to have you on as a guest. Or if you have any questions about rescue or anything else we talk about here, send an email to jason at therealrescue.com that's jason at t-h-e-r-e-a-l-r-e-s-q.com you can also check us out on our web pages therealrescue.com our facebook page and our instagram page at therealrescue again a special thank you to all of you standing on the watch today always remember when that star alarm goes off those in distress are praying for a miracle they are going to get you. Until next time, fly safe and swim hard.